Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. It's been a while since we have recorded an episode. It's been a while since we talked about new metal. You stole my bloody intro. Did, were those the exact words you were going to use? <laughs> the, the first line of it was was what I was exactly going to say. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> You have stolen my own intro. <laughs> Gonna have to improv again. But that's what we do best. <laughs> that is, that is what we do best. So, hello. Hello. How I was you? either going to do that or I was going to sing a little bit of um, the song Girl All the Bad Guys Want by Bowling for Soup. Are you aware of this song? I, of, of course, I'm aware of it. It's one for of soup. the greatest the pop punk songs well. ever made. Because you'll recall, the second verse begins. She likes the god smack and I like Agent Orange. Her CD changes full of singers who were mad at their dad. Um, um, hilariously, he refers to the band Godsmack as the Godsmack. That's a band we'll talk about <laughs> sometimes. So let's park that. But um, when he says he says that her CD changes full of singers who are mad at their dad, I always think of Aaron Lewis from Stained for some reason. Or perhaps for obvious reasons, because I think he is mad at his dad. But he's he's mad at his dad, but also looks like a dad, <laughs> yeah. and always looked like a dad from the day that he first came into our lives through the most boring band in new metal. <laughs> and he is a dad, so there and you he go. is a dad. Dad vibes. Fred Durst is out there doing these goofy dad vibes stuff. You know, Aaron Lewis doesn't need to do that because he's been pure dad vibes since two thousand. <laughs> He was born with dad vibes. Yeah, he's always had a dad vibes and a dad bod. The 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 name stained comes from the fact that they looked down at their trousers and had um, dip stains from sitting around watching American football as a bunch of dads. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about dads who dads like me who have stains on their clothes because it's when they're doing stuff with their children, like trying to get them to eat their food while they're pouring their water all over it. And stuff. No, d- stained are like the ultimate toxic masculinity band, so they don't actually do any of that stuff with their kids. They teach them how to throw a football, and that's about as far as it gets. Yeah, want to toss the old pigskin around? That's what American dads love to say, that's, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's, that's the old pigskin, and they've got to they've got to oil their baseball glove up, and then play some ball throw throw the old ball around you do actually need to oil your glove well there's lots of things you can do there's shaving foam there's there's lots of different tricks the only good way to break in the glove though is just yeah sorry carry on (laughs) little known fact about baseball gloves they're actually alive and they grow fur and that's what the shaving foam's for you've got to shave them yeah you've got to shave shave the glove wasn't that a spinal tap album Oh dear, sorry, what were you going to say? You were going to say something serious. Yeah, it's just important to break in your glove, otherwise you won't be able to catch the ball, because when you get the glove it's quite stiff. 
Is it is it like when you get a new set of boots where some people swear the best thing to do is to wee on them to soften them up? <laughs> I've never then, I've never heard anyone say to wee on your glove, but it's not on. so far fetched as to yeah as to we, be out we, of the question. Wee on the glove was the second stained EP before they got big. <laughs> I could believe it. I mean, the the first like big single from the first album is called Mud Shovel. So is that really so far off? (laughs) What the fuck is a mud shovel? It's a a shovel you use for mud. Well, that's what I thought, but like it's kind of a redundant term. Put it together as one word. Like if you're using a shovel, inevitably it's going to get mud on it, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. What else do you do with a shovel? It's it's but it's not the most redundant thing about stain unless you're shovel knight. Everything they've done is redundant. Um, sorry, but stained are they're the most boring band we've talked about on this podcast. I think that's absolutely I, fair. Yes. I don't know if they're the worst because we did talk about Mushroom Head. Well, we didn't though, oh. did we? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> we, it nearly killed the podcast. They were we checked bad. out of talking about Mushroom Head because we listened to their music and it was bad. It was like, extremely I, bad. I can't really remember any of their songs, whereas with Stained, at least, it's like... Sun doesn't you, everyone shine remembers. anymore, Paddy. <laughs> Sun doesn't shine anymore. <laughs> everyone knows it's been a while and outside and whatever. Like, I'm sure, like, if you sang, it's been a while, to the man on the street, they might know it. You wouldn't be able to sing them a Mushroom Head song, would you? <laughs> no, yeah. Go up to your granddad and see if he'll recognise a Mushroom Head song. <laughs> yeah. Whereas if I was to sit down and go, hey, granddad, I'm on the outside. I'm looking in. I did that went a little bit, a little bit Scott Stapp at the end there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it did. It did. But um, there's some definite Creed energy in Stained. Stained are, you know, they're a new metal band, but they're also part of the worst genre of music of that era, which isn't new metal. It is, in fact, the sad, depressing, unnecessary new grunge movement made up of a bunch of just really shit bands. Yeah, I mean... Theory of a Dead Man. Oh, that's so um, bad. Puddle of Mud, Stained, the most insipid rock music you'll ever hear in your life, with none of the cheekiness that new metal had. None of the hooks that new metal had. Just people thinking, I want to talk about my emotions, but my emotions are entirely going to be about that bitch who stood me up at high school when I was 17. Yeah, that's that's Puddle of Mud, isn't it? <laughs> In a, a sentence. She fucking hates me. La, la, I, la, I, la. I hate Puddle of Mud. Truly awful band. Awful band. We'll, we can we'll, talk we'll about them at some point. But yeah, um, Stained though. Stained were going for a, a while. So they formed in... Well, they met in 1993, and then they 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 started performing in 1995. Right. Um, so they'd been around a while. They started off covering bands like Corn, Rage Against the Machine, Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains. I would love to hear <laughs> our man Aaron Lewis, the most boring name in new metal, <laughs> doing a Rage Against the Machine song. Aaron Lewis from Accounts. Fuck yes, I will do what they tell me. Fuck yes, I will do what they tell me. Yeah, well, actually, he will because he's a he was a big Trump supporter and he loves guns and stuff. So yeah, did you know about I, I all was, of that stuff? I was gonna we were going to get there to, eventually, weren't we? I was going to talk about how he's an absolute chud at some point. In this <laughs> he's podcast. a maga chud, a fucking loser, an absolute loser. I'm sorry, but if you're in a new metal band, you can't be this boring and this much of a dickhead. Yeah. Um, but you know, yeah, let's let's do it now. 
Uh, like, if same... you're going to be in a new metal band, you might be a bit of a dickhead. You might be, you know, we'll look at, let's look at the king of new metal, Fred Durst. He, <laughs> I think he's probably a bit of a dickhead, but he's also yeah. got that major goof factor, hasn't he? Getting up yeah. here, still now, after all these years, getting up there, dressing up as a, a like a goofy dad and doing all that stuff. <laughs> it's hilarious and it's fun and it's enjoyable. Stained is the opposite of that. Aaron Lewis Stained. is the opposite of that. Stained have never been enjoyable. They've never done a fun song at all in their lives. Um, it's just it's just never happened, has it? No. Um, but yeah, let, let's talk about him because he's he's the voice. He is the he's the presence. He's the charismatic presence at the heart of Stained Paddy. I'll have you know. You you use that word very loosely. <laughs> Stained Stained would would be nothing without Aaron Lewis. Um, but he's he's gone off to become a country singer. Uh, no disrespect to country music, but it is the worst genre of music. <laughs> I enjoy country music in general, but yeah, the kind of country music that he makes is all guns and trucks, and Rock I have no time for all of that. It's basically, it's basically him. <laughs> yeah, um, or like um, th- that song where the guys like take a knee, my ass. Brackets, I won't take a knee. It's all that kind of stuff, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, it's that. Um, uh yeah it's it's uh so so let's have a little talk about about aaron lewis in october of last year going on a massive anti-joe biden rant during a concert saying quit trying to ruin my fucking country oh good um talking about the the taking down of of statues saying they were democrats it's funny how they're trying to erase their own history it's not the fault of america in any way shape or form uh, the scars of America are not the scars of America. They're the scars of the Democratic Party, plain and simple. It's, yeah, he's a he's a massive chode. He's just a, a, a useless human being. Your music's bad. You're a bad person. You should feel bad. Anything you could think of from the kind of far-right American bullshit playbook, he's done he's it just, and he's said yeah, it, hasn't he? he? He looks like Joe Rogan's dad. <laughs> That's fair. And he looks... Joe Rogan's he, dad vibes. He's like a Joe Rogan listener, but worse, isn't he? He, he listens to Joe Rogan and thinks, this guy's a communist. Yeah. This is... This is, this is, uh, this is it. So, yeah, he often goes up on stage wearing a... a, a, a um, wearing like a, a Make America Great Again hat. Or yeah. Or Donald Trump is great hat. I watched a few... A couple of live videos. Um, and, yeah, he was just like... It was it was hilarious. I watched one from their 2011 live album and DVD live from Mohegan Sun, um, and he's there. He's just standing there at the front of the stage, like really static, barely moving. And then the other guitarist, Mike Mushok, he's like going nuts. He's rocking out. He's doing some like Van Halen leg kicks, and it looks totally ridiculous. So I felt for Mike. I was like, you know, you, you, my friend, are clearly having a great time playing guitar and you're wasted on this band. But you're still up there supporting this chode of a man well, who's yeah, wearing a T-shirt that says, it said, oh, what was it? It said, it said guns, family, something else. And he's got his country music. I haven't listened to any, any of it, but apparently he's got a song called Guns and God. So that tells you everything you need to know, really. Yeah. Yeah. He's just a, he's just a proper bellend, isn't he? Yeah. Um, we are we are allowing the dumbest people in this country to dictate what our lives are and aren't uh, in response to getting vaccinated and 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 looking out for people not being murdered by a horrifying virus that's killing thousands of people daily. Oh, what a surprise! A right wing dickhead turns out to be an anti-vaxer as well. Yeah, 
Um, he's a he's a he's a fucking proper loser. Whereas let's let the Virgin Aaron Lewis versus the Chad Al Jurgensen from Ministry, who said all you knuckleheads should do what's right and get the vaccine. Good man, absolute legend that is. Um, and so yeah, you know you know who's who's the real pro in this here. Is it going to be Ministry, who called? <laughs> Dick Cheney, the son of Satan, in a song, <laughs> or is it going to be, is it going to be um, old stained McGee Aaron Lewis, who's too scared to put political commentary into his most popular uh, music venture, Stained, where instead he's just going to talk about how he's sad all the time. Yep. It's been a while since I had balls to talk about something of relevance in my music. Yeah, and you know, he feels like he could do that with his country music, probably. I don't know. I haven't listened to it, but I'm sure that's why all would, kind why of... Why would you well, listen? Yeah, I mean, exactly. country music <laughs> Got better things is... To I'm a father. Co- co- country music <laughs> is bad at the best of times. I'm sorry, Paddy, I don't agree with you. Country music is generally terrible. Um, it's one of those incredibly restrictive genres where... Yeah, you get good stuff, like the chicks, like Dolly Parton, obviously. Yeah, but, yeah. But the majority of it is dog shit, utter dog shit. And, and he is the the lowest form of dog shit yeah. on the pile. He's he's the white dog shit you used to see when you were a kid. <laughs> but there's stuff that offshoots from country, like old country bands, like or bands that loosely could loosely be described that way, like Wilco, for example. Yeah. A lot of that yeah. stuff, like, builds upon country music in a really interesting way. So it's a very... it's. It's almost, I think, more helpful to think of it as a tradition than a genre, isn't it? It's a tradition like getting cholera. Yeah. is a tradition. <laughs> Which um, we've, you know, largely eradicated now. Yeah. Uh, can we also talk about how boring everything he's done has been called? So uh, his his album so far as a solo artist, The Road <laughs> is the first one. Sinner is the second one. State I'm In is the third one. And Frayed at Both Ends came out this year. Did you listen to this year's incredible music? I absolutely from, did not. From Aaron Lewis. <laughs> I, I certainly did not. I've I've listened to all of Stained, and that's more than enough. I need to lie down for about a week after listening to all that. Although what I will say is that there's the odd track that's sort of all right and just about listenable, yeah. isn't there, with Stained? Yeah. Um, only, if only because of new metal nostalgia. But interestingly, some of the latest stuff I actually prefer. Some of the stuff I hadn't heard before. Because, um, you know, around the time, I don't think... I think Break the Cycle and 14 Shades of Grey were knocking around at school, but I never owned them. But other people definitely did. So you, we were listening to them and their videos were on Kerrang! So I was aware of the hits and stuff. But I actually listened to their later, their self-titled album from 2011... Some of that I did not hate. There's a few sort of heavier moments on those that I quite liked um, and some quite intricate guitar work, which I think is Mike Mushok's work and not his. But um, some of the guitar stuff I don't I don't hate. And then you've got The Illusion of Progress in 2008, which has that single, which is all I want. Do you hear that? That sounds like that could be by like The Calling or someone. Yeah, it could, couldn't it? Yeah. That's not something that I appreciated no but that one in the middle yeah i was like that's like they're trying to become a dreadful commercial rock band what's going on here that's the thing they're already a dreadful commercial rock band they've moved from one genre of dreadful commercial rock to another as as the eras have moved on so beginning as a as a new metal band when new metal was big not getting a lot of headway there so okay let's pivot into grungier stuff when new metal started getting a bit more serious and a bit more boring 
Um, and then they found success there. And then they really leaned into the the, the post-grunge bullshit after that. And then they were like, oh, okay, well, where should we go now? Oh, let's go into insipid insipid uh, commercial rock again and lean in a little bit more. They're, they are the least exciting, least courageous band we've listened to in this podcast. No, all um, of their stuff is just the same, isn't it? It's all so... <laughs> it's morose is the problem, isn't it? It's just they're, relentlessly they're, morose. They're the cold play of new metal. <laughs> That that's who's saying that. Um, and and as much Mike as I Mishok, don't necessarily like Coldplay, that is unfair to Coldplay. <laughs> Mike Mike Mushok, good guitarist. He has no neck. That's all I'm going to say. He has no neck. Nor does Aaron um, Lewis. Make of make of that what you will. Aaron Lewis doesn't have a neck, but he's he's got no neck in a different kind of way. It's a band of neckless um, men. <laughs> that's what they should have called themselves. Neckless. The, that the necklace. that could be a name for a new metal band, couldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's what they should have called themselves instead of Stained, which is a terrible name, by the way. Where did the... Do you know where the name Stained came from? I don't. Do you? Are you about to tell <laughs> me a, a story about it? Uh, no, I don't actually know. Uh, I'm So I'm going to look it up. Um, oh, no. <laughs> uh, Cursed but, uh, knowledge incoming. I mean, given the name of other bands and the, and the you know, like Limp Bizkit... Um, uh, okay, so they were originally called Stain. They added the D when they found another group already had the name Stain. Oh, no. I don't know if Stain is worse. Um, so apparently, um, the band that eventually became Lit was originally called Stain. Oh, okay. If you, if well, you I'm remember glad they Lit, changed their name to Lit. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, My Own Worst Enemy, now that is a jam. That's a tune. That, that is a song a hundred times better than anything Stained ever came up with. But why did they not add an E-D? Why did they just add the D? Yeah, because they thought it was being cool and stuff. And they've got a logo that's a bit like corn, isn't it? But... Yeah, it's the, the scratchy the scratchy thing. Um, yeah, uh, should shall we start going through album by album? Yeah. Talking about how they're... So, so they started out Old Stained... With with a very much more new metally sound, I suppose. Yeah, um, dysfunction. The first album, nineteen ninety nine. It's quite it's quite rough, isn't it? It's a bit heavier. Yeah, it's got that chugging yeah. corn like bass, isn't it? It's got a shit clown on the cover. You know, what, what more <laughs> do you want? It does have a shit clown. Is that shit clown played by by Aaron Lewis, or is it just a representation of him? Because he is the shit clown. <laughs> the shit clown of Europe. <laughs> <laughs> of not Europe, of Massachusetts or wherever he's from. No, that's not him. No, it's not. He'd never put on makeup. He's a man's man. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and and yeah. So so it's got much more of a sort of new metally vibe. You've got songs like um, like Mud Shovel. <laughs> Mud Shovel is the standout. It's just about <laughs> listenable, isn't it? It's got that chugging yeah. bass. But um, but 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 the the real issue with this album musically, it sounds like a kind of generic new metal album. But you've got fucking Aaron Lewis warbling over the top of every song. It's it's like like I said, he's the dad. Someone's invited their dad along, and he's like, "Ah, oh, have you heard of the band Kansas? That's a cool band, isn't it? What if I put some real emotional singing on top of you? Leave your Kansas new metal alone. Stuff? I would much rather listen to Kansas than oh, yeah. Stained. Yeah, I, I was just Carry trying to, to give a sort of e- yeah. I was just trying to give an example yeah. of you know a, a dad band that 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 Aaron Lewis came into the uh, into the recording studio with. Yeah, there you go. Um, and 
and yeah so, so you've got this old man warbling over the top of this relatively straightforward new metal and it's incredibly disjointed that is the dysfunction of the album's name the dysfunction between aaron lewis's lack of charisma and talent and the rest of the band and his voice it's yeah it's not it's not good is it i mean he can sing in tune but it's like he's not enough to be the sort of grungy <laughs> Eddie Vedder type voice. I mean, Scott no, Stapp, no. at least, he has got that down. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah. He's he's doing he's doing the Vedder. He's got it. Whereas, you know, and then the, you've got the sort of the, on the other end of the spectrum, you've got the new metal, the Jonathan Davis growl. And that kind of thing. And Aaron Lewis's voice just sort of sits somewhere in between the two in a way that's just, it's just whiny and doesn't really do it. He's doing his taxes whilst he says that's the problem. Aaron um, Lewis from HMRC is on the phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's on the outside looking in at your taxes. <laughs> you would not be surprised if they released an, an album called like IRS or Inland Revenue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, apparently they did have an album before Dysfunction called Tormented as well, it's worth noting, which is uh, not on a major label. Um, they, it was a self-release thing they did, right? Um, but I, I, I didn't hear any of it. It's not on any any distribution services or anything like Me that. Me neither. Um, it's worth pointing out that um, Limp Biscuit frontman Fred Durst, uh, Stain was going to support Limp Biscuit as a show. Um, Fred Durst was appalled by Stain's album cover and tried to remove him from the bill. He thought that they were <laughs> Satanists. <laughs> What the one with the um, with the clown on it? No, so this was whatever the cover to Tormented was. Oh, um, which has a bloody cross on it. I've just had a look. It's got a bloody cross on the front. That's so scary. Oh my god, it's so scary. Famously man. religious man Fred Durst. <laughs> yeah, um, but then apparently he was so uh, impressed by their live performance somehow that um, <laughs> he was very impressed by a man standing there not moving whilst warbling his morose <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> that he that he helped to get them signed to a record label afterwards. Um and then co produced Dysfunction. Oh right. Um as well. So he was Fred Durst, as much as we love him, I don't think I can ever forgive him for bringing Stained into our lives. Gotta mark you down for that, Fred. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. So sorry, Fred. I do love you, but this is the worst thing you've ever done. Um but but then yeah, mud shovel was is kind it's of worst you know, thing you've a, ever done, and that is taking into account Limp Bizkit's cover of Behind Blue Eyes <laughs> with that video. It definitely is, definitely is worse than that cover somehow. Um, and then and then yeah, uh, Stains they went off on the Family Values tour with Limp Bizkit, Crystal Method, people like that, um, and then um, that's where Outside came from. So. Um, so yeah, they, obviously you know they were close, and then <laughs> yeah. there's, there's nothing quite as funny as when Fred Durst does a serious song, and that's one thing I will hold in in Outside's favour is it's incredibly funny seeing Fred Durst trying to do something like earnest. Yeah, that video, um, <laughs> the video from that tour was on Kerrang all the time, wasn't it? Back in the day, it was, and it's literally yeah. just him and Fred Durst sitting down. Fred Durst not even <laughs> harmonising or anything, just singing along with him in the chorus morosely. Yeah. And then usually often like they'd follow that with break stuff and you'd be like, Fred, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, when I go to see Limp Bizkit, what I want is the momentum of the show to be entirely broken by um, by by Fred Durst's large adult son coming on stage <laughs> and, and singing a, a, an awful guitar ballad. That's what I want. Um, 
<laughs> but but then they they moved on to their 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 big hit album uh break the cycle apparently the cycle that's being broken is enjoyable music <laughs> and they did break that cycle by releasing the 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 album that's kind of the downfall of new metal mm-hmm. um and i'm not saying that lightly uh this kind of this was kind of you know maybe it's not stain's fault but this showcased a shift in what new metal was all about around this time so in 2001 we'd had the first two linkin park albums at that point we'd had the big corn albums corn would have one last hurrah with their fifth album which i think came out around that time um but but it was starting to shift towards being a little bit more serious a little bit more into that that post grunge era yeah and and losing losing the anger losing a lot of the anger losing a lot of the fun losing a lot of the cheekiness and when you take that away from from new metal this is what you're left with <laughs> you're left with stained um and it's it's a truly awful album i i you know i know a lot of people that had this and that enjoyed this album but god it's it's fucking terrible paddy i'm sorry it really is isn't it yeah it's just all one note this is the thing and lyrically it's all the same stuff and okay yeah we get it he's suffered with mental health issues he's had some drug problems had whatever he's had some difficulties in his life and i think it's a it's a great thing to be able to express express that through music and i respect that he's wanted to do that but it's the same every time and you know bands like corn bands like papa roach they they deal with this kind of stuff in the same way while still having a bit of energy and a bit of goof factor, which is, you know, it's very important that goof factor is one of our new metal criteria, isn't it? Because Stained, I'm just going to say now we're scoring them a zero on goof factor. And this is exactly (laughs) why, because it's all the same, just boring, morose. This is bad. My life is bad. I'm a bad person. Something's bad. It's raining today wherever I am. (laughs) It's all the same. Cloud, cloudy with a chance of 14 shades of grey. <laughs> yeah, um, that's I, also a terrible album name. I mean, it's a perfect album name because all of the songs are grey. Well, that's um, actually true. And, 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 you know, I think I think that, you know, we, we can talk about how, yes, it's important that he had this outlet to talk about things like his mental health and everything. But but it wasn't done in a positive way that, that could reach people. No. Um, you know, it, it's the same thing that this wasn't a unique take. This was the same thing that an awful lot of bands were doing at the time and have always done and continue to do. All sorts of bands talk about mental health in their music. All sorts of bands talk about, you know, alcohol, drug problems in their music. Yeah. Um, it's it's not a I don't think we should necessarily give them a pat on the back for talking about these topics in their songs. Um, because if you you know, it's 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 good to share awareness about when you feel sad. But at the same time, this guy votes for politicians that that hack that mental health care. actively, yeah, make things worse <laughs> make for things millions worse of people. For, so makes things worse for people with mental ill health. Exactly. Make so really, it's the greatest that have hypocrisy. alcohol and drug related problems. So you know what? No, I don't really give a shit that he talks about these things because then when it comes to his wider actions and his actual political involvement, he's actually making things a lot worse for the subject matter that his songs are about at this time in his life. Before he starts talking about 
uh, how great the flag is <laughs> and and how America is great and nothing should ever change and we should go back to the good old days, which I assume is what, what all his songs are about. Yeah. And you you got all the all the classics of this kind of genre. You've got weepy song about his kids, weepy song about his dead hero Lane Staley, who I'm sure he didn't actually know and who would have probably hated him <laughs> if he met him in person. Yeah, um, yeah, Lane Staley. I mean, I love, I love Lane Staley. Alice in Chains. You know, I think are excellent really, band, really underrated, underrated bands. Um, and yeah, I it's I think it's a little bit. And it's a little bit distasteful um, for a band like Stained to try and do something about that. Yeah, that song does um, feel very much in poor taste. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm not not entirely not entirely keen on it to be honest. No, not down with um, that. But yeah, so uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a it's a it's a it's a bad it's a bad album. It is a bad album. Um, and I'm I'm forever annoyed that it exists. And and I remember the first time I heard it's been a while on Kerrang, probably on Kerrang, um, and just thinking, who the fuck are these people? Because I've not heard anything. I don't heard anything by Stain before this point. I don't think they reached the UK until fourteen-year-old Rob just sticking two fingers up at the TV, just thinking like, Jesus Christ, what is this rubbish? <laughs> put, put, where, where's the fucking cheeky boys with 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 bright coloured hair rapping about their dicks? <laughs> <laughs> no one in this band has frosted tips. <laughs> exactly. How how awful is that? Um and I remember the video of this this thing. He's looking at some sad photos and then something he, he drops his cigarette and his his house burns down. That, that's the, Isn't that exactly the same as what happens in that nickelback video as well? <laughs> Probably. But my god, stained their music is just so dull and so dry that they make Nickelback look yeah, look brilliant in comparison, don't they? Well yeah, because I mean Nickelback, they started off as a Pearl Jam rip-off band and then they got into being the sad post grunge full, fully post grunge yeah. sad boys. Poster um, boys for sad post grunge. Yeah. Um and then started doing insipid rock, but in a fun way. Like you could laugh at a you can laugh at look at this photograph or yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a rock star. Y'all just wanna mean big rocks doesn't live in big fucking houses and the but the yeah, yeah that's how it goes. Drive big old cars. <laughs> yeah, it's something like that, isn't it? That that song has goof factor. Just gonna put it yeah. out there. I'm gonna defend Nickelback for a second and say that that song has goof factor. Nickelback would score higher on the new metal ranking system than Stains. They absolutely would. They they actually would, even though they have they have no new metal in their in their bloodstream. Um. So, but yeah, it's a terrible album, but it did incredibly well. It it got to number five in the U.S. charts. Really? Um. Uh, sorry, it's been a while. Got to number five in the U.S. charts. Oh right. Okay. Um, and 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 yeah, it was a huge hit. I remember it being on the on the bloody TV all the bloody time. Um. It's, I don't know why I find the the idea of like fourteen year old you being annoyed that Stainder on the TV really funny. <laughs> they were, they were, it was just such an awful song, and I was like, why? Why is this awful song um, here? Um, it's it's yeah, it's 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 really um, it's really terrible. Um, and yeah, if if you want um, if you want a, a, a sign of of where Lane Staley was on the political spectrum. I think he 
beat up a Nazi skinhead during a during an Alice in Chains show, didn't he? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. He he um he he did. He got he got down into the crowd and beat started beating up a Nazi. So you know, if if you want to know where where he stands on the Donald Trump spectrum or where he would have stood, probably wouldn't have been on the same side as his best mate Aaron Lewis from accounts. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they worked together and Lane Staley tolerated him and actually hated him and used to pull pranks on him in the office. <laughs> he's the reason that he's bald. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, they've then followed it up with the worst album title of the era, 14 Shades of Grey. 14 songs is too many for a stained album. I mean, any number of songs is too many for a stained album, but 14... It's a bit much. Are there actually 14 songs on it? There are. Those Jeez. they are the 14 shades of grey paddy. It's the 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 um yeah. They've and, done something uh, clever and called the last song intro. Do you see what they did there? Yeah, I know. So you can play it backwards and listen to the same insipid rubbish over and over again but in a slightly different order. <laughs> um but the, but this album has I think their most tolerable song. Uh, which is price to play. Yeah, it's just about listenable. Just about, like you said, it's just about listenable. So Far Away has some nice guitar work on it, some nice harmonics yeah, in there. Yeah. Um, and, and, and price to play is a song about how it's hard to be in the music industry. Uh, oh, it's so hard getting paid to be to play music and being a yeah. successful musician and it's, being it's on so tour and hard. stuff. It's so hard to somehow have a career out of doing the song outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woe is me. Um yeah, but but it's a it's a it's a moderately good song. It's got a decent tempo, it's got some good nasty riffs. It even has a little bit of shoutiness in it, which is not something that comes up very often in Stained. No. That's um, true. Very occasionally you get an angry moment, but most of the time you get the feeling he's too tired. Mo- yeah, he's too tired and he's just tutting and it's too quiet to be heard on the um on the recording. Yep. I'm on the outside. It's getting cold. Don't have a jumper. I'm getting chilly. <laughs> um so yeah, th- th- so they did this album. They did old uh 14 shades of grey. It managed to debut at number 1. Um and yeah, he learned even leaned even further into the 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 insipid grunge. Um, and was just kind of there, wasn't it? Yeah, it was there on every playlist. They were they were around, sort of sandwiched in between the bands you were actually listening to at the time. Yeah. Um, and then they moved on to the stuff that no one actually listened to. <laughs> after that, after after Fourteen Shades of Grey, I don't think anybody in the UK was still properly listening to them. I don't think no. anyone. I don't think I knew anyone who was listening to them. Um but they then not. released Chapter Five. Um Chapter the v. album cover the, the album cover um looks like it's just a bunch of coffee stains, ironically. Because they're called stained. Because they're called stains. Um they 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 are from stains, I believe, on the outskirts of London. Oh yeah, that's of, right. Uh, it's not not far from me. Which yeah. Is it? Is it also which, home to Ali G? Of course. Which um, theme park is it in Staines? Thought Park. Thought Park. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Is that the road from me? The song "Outside" was written about 
how he couldn't get into Thought Park and he really wanted to go to I know he couldn't um he couldn't get on any of the rides because he was too short ah that's true because he is after all Joe Rogan's dad yeah um (laughs) he's clearly a a thumb like man (laughs) he couldn't he couldn't get on Nemesis and he's just sad about it. One of those men who look like thumbs. You know, you know the kind of man I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's a category thumb, of man. We've thumb, all, we all know boys. one. Thumb, thumb boys. boys. <laughs> yeah. Um. And and in case you wanted proof of the fact that nothing after 14 Shades of Grey really made an impact in the UK, um, this album, Chapter Five, it debuted at number 112 in the UK charts. I didn't know they counted above 100. Fair which enough. is still higher than it should have been. Um. And then uh, they they did uh, a tour with Flyleaf and Taproot and P.O.D., three bands far more interesting than them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but talk, all of whom are sort of about. fringe bands for me. Taproot, yeah. probably the one I know the most. Yeah, P- I was going to say, P- we should, we should... I never liked them. I, was, I, I, I only knew so that. Yeah, that is not a good song. For the very first time. That was one that I would get annoyed if that came on, correct? I was sitting I there going, oh, so not alive. this again. <laughs> Um, they were Christian, weren't they? They were a Christian rock band. I think so, Pearl yeah. And I'd be like, this isn't Alive by Pearl Jam. I want that instead. <laughs> Even though it's basically <laughs> the same con- same basic concept of chorus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still alive. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we should talk about Taproot sometime, because they, they were a weird little band, Taproot, and they had quite a lot of fun stuff going on with them yeah yeah um, so i think fact, our, you know our what, friend next... um jonathan rose was a fan of them he as he mentioned on the deftones episode yeah should, should we talk about taproot next Are we sure yeah it's it's, yeah, it's your do, choice but yeah let's do taproot um and then flyleaf as well they they were a christian rock band or at least the the singer the singer left to become a christian rock star I think. Interesting. I don't really know much of their stuff. I think they were sort of around, but I never really got into them or knew much about them. They do one of the most interesting Nine Inch Nails covers I've ever heard. Oh, okay. Um, they do something I can never have, which is a very is a very simplistic minimalist piano led song from from Pretty Hay Machine, the nineteen eighty nine Nine Inch Nails album. Oh yeah. And they turn it into a into a sort of new metal slow burn song, and it's it's a really interesting. Uh, really interesting take on it um um but yeah no she she then also the the singer Lacey Sturm she she went off to to become a christian rock star afterwards so yeah that's it's a very christian tour yeah, interesting they went on um more more in keeping with them they then went on tours with three doors down three yeah. days grace seether oh yeah those um, are all bands in that sort of like crossing over into the the sad boy nickelback territory aren't they but sort of yeah, more yeah. towards the commercial very boring rock yeah three doors yeah. down the, their cds were knocking around at school as well and i remember one of the other like rival bands at school covering the song kryptonite by three doors down at a school talent show that is kryptonite for me keeping my lunch in my stomach because it's such a shit song <laughs> I'm in a very mean mood tonight. You are, yeah. Something you've clearly got a bee in your bonnet. (laughs) Um, But yeah, those bands are more in keeping with who who Stain should be touring with. They never should have been around bands like Limp Bizkit, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. That's more to do in the Stain school of music. Didn't Three Doors Down play at Trump's inauguration? Did they? I think so. So again, that tells you all of those kind of bands. They just end up turning out to be right wing idiots. Now, to be fair, I don't know if the Christian rock bands are right-wing idiots. No, yeah. that's true. 
you know um like old um head from corn obviously became an evangelical christian that's went right a bit right wing but now he's he's a very left-wing christian and very much supportive of things like trans rights so you don't know just because someone's a christian rock musician and not necessarily a right-wing arsehole no 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 I, I don't want to say that they're all like that i still daily grapple with my faith you know i was raised catholic and there are elements of it that i still identify with sometimes i would describe myself as a christian but i would not describe myself as a maga chud and there we are but that's the dividing line <laughs> between me and aaron lewis <laughs> uh, yeah aaron lewis it doesn't matter what religion you are i don't know if he's christian or not but he's a fucking asshole um <laughs> Doesn't doesn't matter anything else about him. He looks like a thumb, and he's an arsehole, and he's got no talent. Uh, they, those are those are his defining features. Yeah, Three Doors yeah. Down did play at, at Donald Trump's um, inauguration. Um, the lead singer saying he was proud to perform, and he thought it would be a good experience. Um, they received criticism and ridicule for playing the event. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. Um, I mean, they probably got ridicule for being shit as well, because yeah. they are they are an awful band. Um, but this is not a podcast about terrible post-grunge bands, because thankfully, I mean, I would never agree to do that, because that sounds like torture. This is torture enough no. as, we, as we dip a toe into that festering pool. I am going to make you talk about Creed at some point, but we'll save that for the future. <laughs> That's all right, though. They, 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 they originated a little bit before all of that shit came out um they they uh they released a singles collection um which i guess was made up of 15 versions of outside i suppose um and then they released yeah then they released the illusion of progress (sighs) great great title again another oh what a beautiful beautiful title love it that's from the sort of literary fiction school of titles, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an album about a, a professor at a university sleeping with, a, with yeah. one of his students and then having having moral turmoil over it. Um, the yeah. the album sold five hundred thousand units in the United States alone, um, but I don't see any details about five hundred thousand absolute units. A thousand absolute, absolute units. I always think that's a weird way to describe things selling, <laughs> isn't it? It really is, isn't it? Um, and then one of their songs was included in the Transformers soundtrack. Um, and Stained went on tour with the newly reunited Creed around this time as well. Oh, no. Um, being on Transformers soundtracks is something that they do quite often, which I think fits them perfectly as a, a dog shit movie franchise yeah um was it was it the first one in that franchise or was it one of the later ones that dark side of bum so revenge of the fallen i think was the second one Revenge of the fallen now that sounds like a new metal album title it should be yeah it should be um yeah so i think revenge of the fallen was the second one and then they had dark of the moon dark of the moon that's the third one and they appeared on that soundtrack as well um so i'm yeah. sure shia labeouf is a big fan <laughs> i'm sure he is shite labeouf <laughs> um so uh and then uh yeah they released their self-titled album which is shit again i mean what, what more is there to say about their music it's terrible yeah let's let's rank them let's let's put <laughs> let's put the numbers into the computer and find out how new metal they are <laughs> well before we do that i just want to say that they they have limited activity now 
um they are too old to go on tour because it's not as though bands of old people go on tour anymore um and uh matey boy is doing his terrible country music yeah so, he's too busy well, inviting like republican senators on stage he's, he's too busy getting people to spit in the mouths of people to give them covid because covid doesn't exist yeah um, and uh yeah so so you know will we ever get a stained album again hopefully not um, um fingers crossed we never have to hear anything else from stained um that does mean that we probably have to hear more from aaron lewis's terrible solo work but to be honest it's easier to ignore well, that's fine. I've never, I've honestly never come across it. So I didn't even I mean, know that, that it existed his, until his, we started researching it for this show. So I can avoid it. That's fine. Well, he's, he's got such a forgettable name and it really doesn't help with SEO, this being called Aaron Lewis. No. So, I mean, you're never going to just stumble across an Aaron Lewis song unless you're actually looking for it. We're stained. You type that name into Google, you're probably going to get five, five to ten LinkedIn profiles of like <laughs> hustle entrepreneur guys promoting their brand before you get to his country music. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly um so yeah so let's so let's let's beat up the supercomputer and see if it can handle the the toxicity that is that is stained okay so first category we've got riff quality uh i'm gonna give them a three for their earlier stuff yeah i I like some of mike's work as i said in the guitar department so i guess we can score it there but it's not necessarily riffs it's actually the more intricate stuff and the harmonics that he mixes in is actually quite quite good but yeah, not really riffs, is it? No, no, exactly. Um, so, so some of it's some of it's all right, but it's it's not particularly anything special. And then as they lean further into being a boring rock band, obviously all of that disappears up um, Aaron Lewis's butt. Um, catchy chorus quality, I'm going to give them a two because their yeah. choruses are dog shit. You could um, the ones you could sing are it's been a while. But that's not even the chorus, is it? That's even just like the first line of the song. I, I've been strumming with my fingers. Oh, that's the one. Playing the same old chords again. And I'm on the outside. I'm falling asleep. <laughs> this song is a dirge. I am a creep. That's how it goes. <laughs> that's exactly how it goes. So yeah, no, um, no catchy chorus is really there. And then when it when it comes to theatrics, um, give him a one for the energetic guitarist. Yeah, he's carrying all of that <laughs> he's energy. Literally <laughs> doing everything for the band, and I feel kind of bad for him. But at the same time, you made me listen to Stained because you were in the band, so I don't feel that bad for you. Yeah. Uh, number of superfluous band members. I mean, they're all superfluous in a way because they're all. <laughs> they're all in yeah (laughs) um but i think i think we've got to give them a low score here because they all do technically play their instruments it's not like they've got a funky keyboardist or dj who does nothing there's no Um, no scratching or yeah anyone hitting a bin with a flaming baseball bat or there's none of that exactly uh so again a, a three here the three score is for the fact that none of them should really exist but they're all kind of doing their jobs hair color and style variety Gonna go for a one because he's bald. <laughs> Sorry. Didn't the bassist have long hair? Yeah, yeah. Bassist has long hair, and so he Mike, can have a one for that. <laughs> currently, Mike Truck's got long hair as well. I think. Oh yeah. Um, so uh, and then Goof Factor, as mentioned previously, zero. Zero. There's nothing goofy about this band. They are just straight and boring and grey. Um, however, 
they make up for it for their cringe barometer for modern day listing where i was genuinely worried that people would look at my my spotify profile and see me listening to stained so they're getting full marks for being cringe we're gonna give them the full 10 give them the full 10 yeah i mean my spotify it's all half of it is the wiggles and and you know stuff that i play to my two-year-old son i'm yeah much more embarrassed by stained on there than anything else (laughs) exactly exactly um so 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 we've got our 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 details in there um so let's let's pop it all into um into the computer and and uh and see what we get so bear with me i'm looking in uh right ripping off the the print here um, and oh dear, that's a low score. That is a low score. Um, so understandably, Stain were never going to be high on this list because they are a truly awful band. Um, they have come out with a score of twenty eight percent. That sounds that about is... right, really, doesn't it? Because they were there at sort of the the tipping point of new metal and uh, and thus got lumped in with it. But actually, they're they're a post grunge sad boy band, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, they they didn't have any characteristics which were successful as a new metal band. Um, they leached their way in for a, a hideous parasite inside Fred Durst's hat, and then used it to poison the industry for for decades. Um, so yeah, Stained, low score, terrible band, awful people. Do not listen to Stained. If if any members of Stained end up listening to this podcast, don't do it anymore, guys. Come on, <laughs> you've got kids. <laughs> Go and, go and play catch with your kids. Exactly. Yeah, you've got better things to do. Go go open a cold brewski. Put on the football. You know you want to. Yeah, go and do dad things. Go and do dad things and stop voting for fucking right-wing arsehole politicians. Yeah. Stop doing bad. That's bad. All that stuff stop, is bad. Stop doing bad. Stop making bad music. Stop voting for bad people. Just go and go and get a job in an office doing accounts. It's what you were made for. Yeah. Um, anyway, right. Uh, as so mentioned, taproot next time. As mentioned, next time let's do taproot. I seem to remember them being kind of interesting and weird. So uh, yeah, looking for. And it's also a hilarious name. <laughs> it's also a hilarious name. That's Brute. true. Um, yeah. So yeah, thanks a lot for listening to this show. I hope you enjoyed listening to this show more than listening to Stained, which is not hard. Um, also, before we go, important new metal update. The Devil Driver have not responded to our tweet inquiring about whether the devil is being driven or whether the devil is the passenger in the car. So if anyone else wants to tweet Devil Driver and ask them that question, then we'd appreciate it. Because yeah, we guys. need to know. It's <laughs> an, impo- it's an important answer. metal question. This is very important. Oh, dear. <laughs> So yeah, big big up Devil Driver and Coal Chamber, big down stained. Is that a thing? Big down? <laughs> big, it is now. Big down. <laughs> it is now. All right, that, thanks a lot for tuning that's in. That's the name of the next Aaron Lewis album, isn't it? Big down. <laughs> big down. <laughs> All right, thanks a lot for tuning in. Really appreciate it. There's a link in our show notes to where you can give us money. You can find us on Twitter, at Poddurst. And we'll be back next time to talk about Taproot. All righty, bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>